Hello all, my name is Dantavius Brangan. I'm currently a junior at Michigan State University, majoring in kinesiology and double minoring in health promotion and coaching. Hello everyone, my name is Shania Cox. I'm a sophomore at Michigan State University in the Eli Burrow College of Business. I'm majoring in marketing. And our podcast name is Revealing Our Voice. The tenant that I will be discussing today is how the story Greedy Joke Puppy and the movie Lean On Me epitomizes protecting marginalized groups and Afrofuturism. I will be using the films Attack the Block and Moonlight to exemplify the tenet of reimagining worlds in Afrofuturism. I believe that my tenet is more relevant to Afrofuturism because in both Lean On Me and Greedy Joke Puppy, the other generations had to banish and sometimes even kill the younger people in their lives in order to save the future generations. An example of this is in Lean On Me, when the new principal at Eastside High School was chosen to help a struggling school with little hope. His first action was to kick out all of the disruptive students due to them being criminals, drug addicts, and having no respect for school staff. Another example is in Greedy Joke Puppy, when Jackie's grandmother had to kill her because she was a suku yant that went around sucking the life of the young children and causing pain to the parents in the community. These actions protect marginalized groups by eliminating the problem at the source before more chaos can happen. My tenant is better because in Attack the Block, the children are accustomed to other factors tearing apart their community such as police, drugs, and crime. But this film reimagines those factors as monsters instead. Moses says an important line in the film stating, first they sent drugs, then guns, and now aliens to kill us. We ain't killing each other fast enough, so they had to speed up the process. This reinvents the destructive ways to tear apart their community. On the other hand, Moonlight compares to Afrofuturism by not having the futuristic vibe, but it does allow us to reimagine queerness in black males. This is done by the main character, Black, being openly affectionate with his childhood friend, even after the adversity he has faced, proving that for future black men, it is okay to express who they are. Okay, Shania, I can understand why you feel that way about your tenant and your examples, but I still feel protecting marginalized groups are more important in regards to Afrofuturism. I feel this way because you need to protect the marginalized people in your community, especially the children, because without them, there is no future. And Lean On Me, the movie is promoting the importance of education so that the black community will be more united and educated to grow in the future. In Greedy Chalk Puppy, it depicts an elderly woman killing someone she loves dearly to save the future generations. In awe, protecting marginalized groups is required to have life after the present and carrying along the traditions that we have. 
I see where you're coming from, and you're absolutely right. Without our children, there is no future. But reimagining worlds is still more important because it gives us a different perspective of situations in Afrofuturism. My tenant allows us to look at situations in a new lens with horror and fantasy. It is shown in Attack the Block as oppression and how they find a different way to dismantle the improvised neighborhoods with monsters. But in Moonlight, it challenges toxic masculinity. The horror are the emotions of queer black men that have not yet found themselves. One other tenet that this could be connected to is healing black traumas in black men. Moonlight acknowledges that black men can be gay and it shows their trials and tribulations, but it also shows that they can be vulnerable as well. This ties into Afrofuturism because Afrofuturism challenges normative beliefs and makes them into something that is far-fetched yet realistic for us to understand. Reinventing these situations in film gives insights to black people in a way they may have not noticed it before. Thank you. To conclude, we both came to an agreement that our arguments do share some characteristics. We can come to believe that protecting young black children is an important aspect of Afrofuturism due to your example, attack the black when the child gang had to protect themselves instead of adults doing so. We can also come together with the tenet of healing the traumas of the youth through education and perseverance. Afrofuturism is used in such a captivating way that it ties the future and a sense of imagination together to reimagine the world while still producing a message. Thank you for tuning in to Revealing Our Voice podcast. I'm Dan Tavies Brangen. And I'm Shania Cox. Thank you again.